This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm Malia White, real-life bosun and cast member on Bravo's Below Deck Med. Working in my industry can be very interesting. These are my stories. As you'll find out, my world is a total ship show. Hey guys, welcome to Total Ship Show. I'm Malia and I'm here with one of my best friends, Amanda, probably the person who knows me the most. (laughs) I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to episode one. Uh, Just kind of enter with how I got into yachting, I think. Yeah, absolutely. We should talk about how we met. How did we meet? College. Psychology class? Yes. Physiology? Psychology. Okay. Amanda and I are both alumni of Boulder. Go we buffs. We're buffs. Yeah, yeah, go buffs. So we went to University of Colorado at Boulder, and we met our senior year, actually. Yeah. Summer yeah. school. Summer school, yep. senior year. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, psychology. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and I, from worked, there. I worked with Mandy, and I yeah. heard your name. Mm-hmm. And Malia is obviously not a super common name, so there was a Malia in my class. And I just went up to her, and I was like, hey, um, are you, by chance, Mandy Page's roommate? And she was like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. And that's pretty much how we became friends. It was yeah. so funny. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yep. Um, lived together in Denver uh, for a couple of years mm-hmm. um, with my sweet baby girls, my cats. Oh, God. And yeah. They're not actual humans. They are cats. Yeah. But I do, love, I do love them. I'm the cool aunt to her cats. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's where, I mean, we were living together when you were interviewing for below deck so yeah that's right oh you were there for my first um yeah. below deck interview oh, that, yeah. that day that fateful day oh my gosh I remember you were like yeah I'm trying out for reality and I'm like um are you sure you want to do that <laughs> you're like yeah it'll be it's gonna be cool I love to scuba dive you know and then I'm across the couch from you and remember you were like Pretending to be really ditzy to get on the show? No, I was not. Yes. <laughs> no, I was not. But that I was remember my first round. Across from you, like, who is she? You know, you got to put on like when they do the interviews for Below Deck. It's like you know, it was my very first time. It was the first time like interviewing, and you've got to put on like a lot of personality. You got to be really right. you know bubbly, which I think for people that know me, that's. Not exactly my norm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not always completely bubbly. and and I I was just dying laughing looking at you, and I remember just, like, trying not to make eye contact because I knew that you would get the (laughs) giggles. Well, we had been drinking as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. We'd had some wine. You know, I was surprised my kitties didn't make it into your interview. Yeah. Your tryout. But, yeah, it was just so funny. And then here we are. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then the same from college. Right. Well, and also, I mean, it's crazy that you've made it so far in the yachting industry and it all started from you being on a reality show. <laughs> like, who would have thought? Yeah, I certainly didn't think so. I mean, from college, what, we graduated in 2012? Yeah, 2012. 2012? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from college... I had no idea. I didn't even know what yachting was, you know. I'd gone to school in Colorado, a landlocked state. Yeah. Um, You know, after college, I went and taught scuba diving in Hawaii for a while, for a couple years. But I really went backpacking and had no clue. Yeah. I had nothing to do with yachting. you guys, like you guys did Thailand for a long time. You did a bunch of... Asia, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. And you were just sort of like trying to figure out like what you wanted to do. Like I remember you were working yeah. for that beer company and you... Yeah, so that's yeah. when we became roommates again yeah. is I moved back to Denver. I was working for um, a franchise company and I had the whole thing. I had nine to five, yeah. paid rent. I, had I, just, I remember boyf- you- I had like a college boyfriend, mm-hmm. everything, the whole works. Oh yeah. I had a car payment yeah. and then, <laughs> then randomly... Yeah. My life changed. It's crazy because I remember you being like, I don't know, maybe I'll move back to Hawaii or maybe I'll move to Europe. Like maybe I'll go be like an au pair somewhere, like anything to get you traveling. Yeah, I guess I think anyone who knows me knows that I'm really bad at staying in one spot for too long. It's really hard to nail down. (laughs) Yeah, I get like, I get itchy. I got to go. I can't, I think... How long was I in Denver? A year? Two um, years? I mean, you were there per, like fully for, I think, like a year and a half. But then yeah. you like were still coming, you know, every couple months or whatever. Yeah. When I was trying to get a job. Yeah. 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 And it, like you're, you know, all your, you still have like your room. You just yeah. weren't there. <laughs> I think I still have time. a room in your house. You do. Yeah. <laughs> and I you've got a room. You've got a bin. Yeah. It's like, this is Malia's stuff. <laughs> I have like a suitcase in multiple places around the world because yeah. I just can't, I don't know. I just can't stay in one for too long yeah it's just not my thing and I like I think a lot of people can relate to that because I you know I tried to do the cubicle I tried to do the job and the work I liked the work I just couldn't do the same thing over and over again like going into traffic I hated being in traffic and you hated hated it I mean you honestly hated like the um just doing the same thing every single day like I remember you would come you would come home from work and you know, obviously I work an, in an office job and, um, you know, for me, like I love it yeah. and I definitely still like to travel and do other things, but I like kind of need a little bit more the of routine. a routine, but yeah. you never liked the monotony yeah. of that at no, all. Not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like, I remember when it all changed is yeah, obviously below deck that changed. Yeah. I remember getting that phone call and they're like, do you want to come be on a reality TV show because you've made it? And I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. And like, then okay, you you're going to gonna have to leave in a week. I packed, do- remember we had my going away party. I packed up my cubicle <laughs> and I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'll yeah. see you guys in like six that's weeks, right. I guess. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and everyone was like, you're not really going away, but we still had like a huge, like, yeah, we had a big party. going away party, and I was like, well, I forgot about I that. Think I yeah. have to come right back to my job in like six right. weeks. It was funny because I remember you did the classes and you were like, yeah, I'm doing safety courses. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out like you fell in love with being able to be on a boat and 
combine like these different passions, which are obviously traveling and scuba diving. Yeah, and I think I get that from obviously my childhood and where right. I, yeah. how I grew up. A little bit about my background, because I think people just assume yachting, I've kind of grew up around it, whatever. I Like literally five years ago, I had no clue what a yacht was. I had never stepped foot on one. I've never worked on one. And yeah, like growing up, we grew up around the water. I grew up in Oregon. I'm from Pleasant Hill, Oregon, which is way out in the country. And yeah, there's no yachts in Pleasant Hill, Oregon. Yeah. I can tell you that for free. Yeah. But yeah, diving the ocean, that's kind of always been in my background because growing up, my brothers, so I have five older brothers, we all were taught to scuba dive at a really young age. Mm-hmm. And so diving has always been a passion of mine. So the ocean, diving, and then my mom is, as you know, a, well, she was a, a flight attendant, a stewardess, an air stewardess. So yeah. travel and diving have kind of always been. Oh, yeah. I remember when you were still on the companion pass yes. as like a family member for United and you were able to just travel all the time. <laughs> I don't know how my family did that with I five, six kids I and know. we all flew standby. Like my parents are yeah. saints. <laughs> it was so funny. We'd be like, you know, like broke, like right after college. Yeah. You know, I'm working like crazy hours working r- retail management <laughs> and barely, you know, being able to pay rent. And you'd be like, hey, do you want to go to like France? I'm like, in what world <laughs> can I afford to get yeah, that plane? But, but yeah. you, that's what you did, you know, and it was such a like that was such a cool one of the luxuries that that, that you is have the had. best gift yeah. my mom has like ever. Well, besides oh, yeah. obviously my life, but yeah, um, like, <laughs> she yeah free flying I had free flying and that's my life looked very glamorous but for anyone who's done companion passes you know that you're getting like the last seat on the plane a lot like yeah sure sometimes you get first class but sometimes you get a seat and then the person shows up very last minute and they come on and they're like kick you off yeah Miss White could you um leave (laughs) (laughs) or like you don't even get on a flight you know you show up at the airport at 5 a.m trying to get on a flight and then you sit and stand by yeah for like six hours sometimes even a full day and you still don't get on a flight I have slept in many airports around the world yeah yeah so that's kind of my background that's how I mean I grew up Pleasant Hill Oregon I have five older brothers my parents you know like I didn't really know what yachting was I went to college I thought yeah I'll go to college I'll get a job what and was then, your like thought going to see you like what brought you to see you and like why did you study psychology I don't think I even know that about you When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
I wanted to go out of state because I'm from such a small town. Like the closest university to me was University of Oregon, but I didn't want to go there because mm -hmm. a lot of people from my town and other towns that are close by go there. And my five older brothers were all still in the state. And so I was like, you know, if I'm going to kind of just go and discover who I want to be, I kind of get got to get away from, like, right. everything that I know. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. And I knew that if I went to University of Oregon, like, my home was very close. So I'd be able to, I'd go home all the time. I'd be yeah. around the same people. And I was right. like, you know what, I just need to get out of state, start over, meet new people, and you know. Yeah. And I'm very glad that I did because I think I was able to like kind of become who I am now, right. which I don't think I would have, I would have never been this adventurous, I think. I, yeah, that's <clears throat> so true. And it's like, I mean, you also snowboard, so it kind of made sense for you to go to a place where you well, could go. Well, yeah, I'm super outdoorsy. Spend time so, in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to go somewhere active, like, you know, Colorado has skiing, snowboarding, right. rock climbing. It's got yeah. the mountains. It has everything that I want. Yeah. So that's why I went to Boulder. And then after college, went backpacking. And then I guess I should tell the story of how I actually applied for Below Deck, which yeah. is... Mandy and I had gone backpacking and we came back. We were staying at Allison's house in California and uh, we're like, well, what do we want to do? Do we want to like go back to Colorado, get our jobs again? Do we want to like, I don't know, try something different? So a lot of rosé was involved, <laughs> but we started day drinking and we were watching like The Amazing Race or something and we're like wait, that looks cool. Why don't yeah. we do that? So we started applying for all these, like, The Amazing Race and, like, looking at just, like, what there is out there. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go back to my cubicle. I don't want to go back to my normal job. And I saw this thing online, like, apply for Below Deck. And I was like, I don't know what Below Deck is, yeah. but <laughs> right. working on a boat looks cool. Yeah. And, you know, I teach scuba diving. I'd worked on dive boats. And I was like, well, I could probably do that. Yeah. So, drunkenly, I applied for Below Deck, not knowing what it was. And then the next day, I get a phone call from this number in L.A., and they're like, um, yeah, do you want to, like, go through with the application process? We really like, you know, what you've put down. And I was like, what did I put down? Right. I don't really remember. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I actually got interviewed for the first season of the Mediterranean. I made it all the way to the end, and I didn't make it. So I, I ended up moving back to Colorado. I was like, well, that was cool. That was fun. Moved back to Colorado, and that's when. That's so funny. What yeah. did your family think, like, when you were Oh, my family on? was like, do not do that. <laughs> I mean, I know Sean, so I can imagine what his thoughts oh, my were. Brothers, <laughs> my brothers were like, no, do not do that. Like, how old was I? I was like 20... Oh my gosh. Two? 23? We were a little older than that, I think. 24, maybe? No, older than that even. No, I, think, I was right? 24. 25? At least 25. Okay. I think I was 25 my first... Ep my first. No, I was. I was 25 okay. my first season. Yeah. Or 24. Yeah, five years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why was that so hard? Yeah, I still had a lot of growing up to do, I think. So, as you can tell, my first season, my little love triangle, <laughs> Trist. Um, Never forget. Yeah, and I was still, like, you know, right out of college, still very, like, reactive and kind of a punk-ass young <laughs> version of me. You were a playgirl. 
Okay. You were just breaking hearts. You okay. Know, I right. was not a playgirl. <laughs> that is not what I would call it. I've definitely been a flirt in my life. Yes. Oh, yeah. But, but it's funny. I mean, the show has, like, you've grown up so much since being on the show and, like, evolving in your career and, like, f- you know, honestly just finding a passion that you love. It's so crazy. It's well, that really was cool. the cool part about the show is so... Doing the first season was a whirlwind. I had no clue what to expect, and suddenly I'm on a yacht. Like, when I tell you I had no clue what to expect, I mean, like, the night before stepping onto the boat, I was Googling, like, what do you call the left side or the right side, or how do I do this? How do I... I was looking up different knots and kind of all this stuff. It's kind of dangerous that they're putting people... Yeah, I think about that now, and I'm like, um... (laughs) I don't know like, that I was qualified right? for this. Yeah, like you did the safety courses, but that's just, that's so funny. Yeah, looking back, you're kind of like, wow, that's, I'm surprised they put me on there. Right. Then like <laughs> finding that passion and just going with it, that's yeah. been the biggest blessing, I think, of Below Deck. Yeah. And, you know, there's this like stigma in the industry, like, oh, you've done Below Deck, but now you'll never be taken seriously. And that kills me because... Without Below Deck, I never would have found this industry. I don't think it's right. a very common thing for an American to know right. about yachting. Like, no, I, mean, I don't know a single, like, except for my yachty friends now, like, no one in Colorado, no one in Oregon, no one that I no. grew up around knows about yachting. No. Like, you see, like, celebrities, you know, on yachts. But otherwise, I mean, truly, I think unless you grew up in, like, Fort Lauderdale or Miami. But what's crazy what is, like, you know? even in Fort Lauderdale, a lot of people don't know about the yachting industry. It's so interesting. Yeah. And, and then there was like that rumor that you don't even work in yachting, that you were an actress for Below Deck. Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> to debunk that rumor, ever since the show, I, after the first season, I was like, you know what? I actually really love this industry and I'd like to, I'd like to pursue it. So I came back to Colorado, packed my bags. I was <laughs> like, sorry, Amanda, I uh, can't rent <laughs> this room anymore. And yeah, I went and got my 100-ton captain's license. And from there, like, you know, I think my family, my brothers, they're kind of like, hey, dude, this is actually a perfect kind of career for you. And it can be a career. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is, like, yachting can be a very serious, very good career. Yeah. And your goal is to become, like, a captain and do that. And, like, where are you at right now in terms of your education and just what you need to do to get there? Yeah, so currently I am just steps away from becoming a chief officer, so getting my OOW ticket. That's so Um, cool. And, you know, I think that's what I like about yachting, too, is the learning and schooling never stops. Mm -hmm. Like, from, I mean, season one when you saw me as a green deckhand, and now to bosun, I've done so much schooling and had so much learning and training. Um, so right now I'm currently a bosun on a 72 meter yacht, which means, you know, I've got a crew of six under me and I've got a second officer and a chief officer above me mm-hmm. and the captain, of course. So yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. That's super like, cool. And like, do you have to do, I mean, I know, I know obviously that you do a lot of education and courses. Mm-hmm. Do you also have to get like a certain number of hours on a boat in order to move your way up as a captain? Yeah, so in order to keep going up with tonnage, you need drive time, you need time in the bridge. So 
all that time spent in the bridge is like a lookout, and then you eventually get time as a watchkeeper, and all that goes towards your license. So you have to prove you have a certain、wow. amount of sea time. So it's like being a pilot, like、exactly. logging your hours,、yeah. and you have someone、mm-hmm. there coaching you to make sure that you're doing it right. Yeah, and, and every like, you know, Atlantic crossing because some of the miles have to be a certain.、Um, Or sorry, a certain percentage of the hours have to be a certain mileage offshore. Oh wow! You know, so you've got to have proven sea time signed onto a vessel. Right. It's pretty serious. Like it gets all of it's very serious. So my your tickets get endorsed by either like the Coast Guard is one agency, MCA is another agency, but it's pretty serious stuff. Like you got to get it all. Endorsed and stamped for approval, and then for my next test, I have to go do an oral examination in front of an examiner. They'll say yes or no. It's kind of a, it's、wow. very nerve wracking. So when do you do that? Oof,、um, I'm thinking it's going to be the end of this year. Okay, yeah,、cool. which. You know, this is the side to yachting that you don't really see so much in the show. You know, obviously in the show is portrayed a lot、um, being the flirt or being the、right. love interest and stuff, and that's all good and fun. I mean, that definitely was me back in the first season. Yeah, but how did you feel about that? Like with how they were trying to portray you? Because obviously now you've been on a couple seasons, and it's、yeah. it's changed. Like it's the way that your view has completely evolved. At first, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I look crazy," <laughs> but I was okay with it because that was me. I was、yeah. I was very reactive and very flirtatious and very like, you yeah. Know, I, I had a big chip on my shoulder. Like I'm here、yeah. to prove myself, and now I've kind of grown up and kind of mellowed out.、Right. And as I step into more leadership roles, I see myself kind of chilling out a bit more and kind of realizing I don't really need to prove anything so much anymore. Yeah, don't have a huge chip on my shoulder. I'm not this younger version <laughs> of me that's still trying to、right. fight life. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even like this most recent season, you know, I mean, it's just it's totally different. Like you're、yeah. you're a leader and. And you're leading this team of like younger people who really、mm. want to grow, and I think that like the female empowerment is amazing. Like it was really cool to see you with a an entire crew of males, and they just respected the hell out of you. It was really really cool. Yeah, thank you. That is cool. I mean, I love being I love being a mentor, or like you know, it's yachting's unique in that sense as well. When you are when you've got People that you work and play with all the time, yeah. Because you, you know, you, you're their boss on deck, but then you're also your, their friend. So you kind of morph、yeah. into this mentor slash. You know, you still want to go out and have drinks and have fun with them, but you're also、yeah. kind of their mentor. And I think that's also why I love it, and that's why I want to be a captain. Yeah. Because I think captains, when they're really good at their job, that's exactly what they are. Yeah.、They're, they've got that fine line of. Yeah, you're this badass that drives this big machine and has all these tickets and stuff. But you're also this personable mentor that's kind of guiding a crew to figure out, you know, the best yeah, route for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a few out there that、yeah. we're probably going to talk to this season. I think it's awesome. There's some really strong women in your industry, so it's been fun to watch you、mm. grow into that role. Yeah, definitely.、Um, I think, especially with like. I don't know, kind of my background, and now I had a lot going on in life, and then to find this industry and kind of progress, it's been、yeah. a good stepping stone. And I get all the time I get asked questions about like, 
how can I do this or how can other females do this? And honestly, you know, obviously Below Deck helped me into the industry, but that's kind of why I want to highlight the actual industry of yachting for other women or men or anyone that wants to get into it. It is achievable. It's very achievable. I mean, what would you tell someone? Like if, what would you, if somebody is just wanting to get into yachting and they're like you were and they don't have the opportunity to, you know, be on a, on on Bravo, on Below Deck, what would you tell them? Like, what's the first step? Well, the first thing I would say is don't expect it to be just like Below Deck, you know? Below Deck, you see a lot of the highlights and the lowlights. And the first thing is, like, Below Deck shows a charter season, which is, like, that's fun. You're on charter, you know... There's a lot of work that goes into yachting. When the boat, you know, I always laugh because the guests, when they're on charter, when they drop off, they're like, oh, now that we're gone, you guys get to, like, not do anything. And then you guys spend an entire day cleaning. Yeah, and we're like, (laughs) uh, no, we don't just get days off. Like, we don't just, like, drop the tools and we're like, sweet. Like, they just, like, expect, like, in yachting, like, oh, so now that we're gone, you guys just get time off until the next people come. (laughs) And it's like... No, we now have to clean the whole boat. We have to fix everything that you've broken. Like, yeah, you know, we we don't get a lot of time off. I would say, yeah. You and well, like, you know me, my schedule's hectic. I can't tell you when yeah. I'm, I I miss a lot of holidays. You miss a lot of family holidays. So yachting's mm-hmm. hard in that aspect. Like, I'd say yes, go for it if it's something that you think you want. But for people who really like routine, like they want to be home for Thanksgiving or they want to have Christmas off, yachting can be very tough because yeah. you you're I don't know my schedule well you are you're 100% at the mercy of either the owner or, or who is chartering it I mean yeah. you are you if they want to do it and they're paying this money you have to work yeah, you know it's you there's there. really no negotiating like oh let's leave the day after Christmas instead yeah it's never gonna happen <laughs> yeah or like oh no we don't want to party in St. Bart's for New Year's yeah, yeah. like right yeah you do yeah so. <laughs> We yeah. will we will be there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think so that's a little bit about me and how I got into yachting and kind of where I'm am now with it, like stepping up in my career. And yeah. part of why I wanted to do this podcast is because you know, I want to talk about kind of my other side, like not my, not my Bravo, Malia. Not your character side. <laughs> well, yeah, not, not so, I mean, what you see on Bravo is me. It is definitely the real me, but, you know, I've grown up a bit and I want to share my passion for this industry because um, a few of the below deck people, you know, they don't continue to work in the industry or they do below deck as their way out of the industry. Mm-hmm. And that's not my story. My story is below deck was my way into the industry and I want to make this a career. This is my career and I'm passionate about it. And I'm passionate about becoming, you know, I'm passionate as a bosun. I'm passionate about becoming an officer, eventually a captain and continuing. And I want to share this story and stories of other people in the industry, like fellow females in the industry, what they've gone through um, and kind of just talk about the different venues of how to get into yachting of what it's like to be in yachting and what kind of careers there are so throughout the season seasons we'll speak to you you know other captains engineers there's all kinds of people in yachting masseuses I can't wait it's going to be awesome just hearing about an industry that unless you're working it (laughs) or you're living it you really like you you don't really just go and experience 
yachting one time. You know, it's like you can either. Well, yeah, I've never. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I was like, damn, I'd really like to go out on a yacht. So I uh, guess I'll yeah. have to be crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sent me the. You're like, you should charter a yacht. Remember, you mm. told me in Kelsey yeah. and Mandy, and I'm like, how much is it? Oh, yeah, okay, okay. It's just a cool. Yeah, half give us a uh, give us 20 years, and then maybe we'll experience. Hey, it. <laughs> I have faith, but I'm not working. That's right. Yep. Maybe when I'm captain, I'll give yep. you a discount. <laughs> there we go. I'll just hide in your room. No one even needs to know I'm there. Yeah, uh, the captain's quarters. Yeah. People will know. Oh, That's okay. the most juicy gossip on the boat. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, um, I think we've got a couple of fan questions. Okay. Do you want to move on to that? Yeah, let's all right. do it. Perfect. Okay. All right. So from Lily Football, as a young girl, where do you start to get into the deckhand side of the industry? We already talked a little bit about it, but... Yeah. So, you know, this is a question that's kind of tough because... I want to just say, you know, as a girl, just go for it. Go and be on deck. Um, but obviously, yachting, there is a little side to yachting that's still a bit misogynistic, unfortunately, um, where the normal is to have guys on deck. Um, so sometimes, like, even for myself, my first job in yachting outside of below deck, so when I went to first get on a boat outside of filming, um, I was having a really tough time getting a deckhand position. So my first job was actually as a deck stew. And it was on a smaller boat. I was deck stew, and I was happy to help out because, you know, it's actually really nice learning what the stewardesses do and also getting to be on deck. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know, I don't mind helping out. I don't mind doing the stew side, but I want to be a deckhand. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's what I want to do. So eventually I realized if I wanted to be taken seriously as a deckhand, I just got to take deck stew off my resume. Like, I'm not willing to be a deck stew. I'm a deckhand. And so what's important is, of course, to get your qualifications. So your first thing is your STCW, which is your basic intro. Everyone has to do it. And that's basically just teaching people survival techniques at sea. Mm -hmm. And then after your STCW, if you want to focus, if you already know primarily that you want to focus on deck, get a ticket. So like a powerboat ticket, um, your a, like a yacht master type of ticket, any sort of ticket to enable you to drive a tender or teach you how to drive a tender, that always helps. Um, yeah. And that's or your you know a jet ski license, anything like that will help you on deck. And so for women especially, I'd say get a ticket and don't take no for an answer like don't let them tell you oh well you know you're cute you you should just be a stew hell no if you want to be a deckhand be a deckhand and put that on your resume say i'm here to be a deckhand and stick with it good Mm -hmm. good advice Mm -hmm. for really any male dominated industry. yeah you know it might be male dominated on deck but we have a place and the industry is definitely changing there's more female captains now there's more female engineers there's a ton of female chief officers. Like, yeah. I have a great mentor. Her name's Jen. She's a chief officer, and she's, you know, just opening the door for so many women. She runs a program called She of the Sea, and it's just constantly showing, like, other female job opportunities and yeah. connecting females in the industry. Like, I tell you right now, the ladies are taking over the yachting industry. I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. We don't have to be stewardesses. It's fine if you want to be, but you don't have to be. Right. 
Okay, from Georgie Rastall, what is your next yachting goal? My next goal, so what we're talking about is um, I'm doing my OOW ticket, which is officer in charge of a navigational watch, basically. Um, and I will need to pass two more courses, which is GMDSS and Nav and Radar. And then I'll have a long couple months of studying, and then I will do my oral examination. So wish me luck, and yes. which, this <laughs> ticket will allow me to be an officer. Um, and being an officer means I play a more dominant part in the bridge. Um, and then I'll be going for my chief mate's ticket. Awesome. That's yeah. amazing. One step closer yes. to uh, captain. It's going to be a, a busy year. That'll it be is. amazing. Yeah. Good for you. Um, from Jones Prime, how long yeah. is yachting season? Okay, so this is, this, this is a funny one. So <laughs> when we film below deck, we only film for six weeks. That is not yachting. Yachting is, so some people are like, oh, what do you do the rest of the time? Yeah. <laughs> so when you work in yachting, when you actually work on a boat, that is your home. I live in a cabin with one other person. It's not glamorous. Um, and I go where the boat goes, and it's all year. So I work for a private family. I've worked for this family for about two years now, and I live on the boat, and the season is typically, you have a Mediterranean season and you have a Caribbean season, which are a couple months, but in between that, you know, the boat has to go into a shipyard, we have to get repairs, it has to be inspected. So my job is a full year. Like yeah. it's, it's a normal job. Right, even I'm, when it's in the shipyard, you guys yeah. are still doing work on That's the boat. That's probably the constantly. busiest time is yeah. the shipyard. Yeah, there's like this theory like, oh, well, they work like a couple months. No, I work full time. <laughs> I have a full time job. I can, I can vouch for that because yeah. I can't get her to take any time off and yeah. come stay with me. <laughs> so I work. So when the boat's not on charter, we still work you know, eight to five, we get up every day, work eight to five. Um, someone always has to be on watch on the boat. So someone always has to be in charge, sober in charge on the boat. Right. So you'll have a weekend watch typically where, you know, you have to stay on the boat in uniform and kind of hold down the fort. Yeah. So yeah, it's a full-time position, full-time yeah. career. Okay. So from Alex Fernandez, <laughs> What is it like living on a yacht for long periods of time? Oof. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the twist in yachting is, yeah, sometimes it's not great. You know, like, uh, you better really like your roommate because you Oof, spend a lot yeah. of time with that person. And it's but not like the room is big. You're literally on top of each other. Yeah, well, I'll say my <laughs> cabin now, I'm on a 72 meters, so my cabin now is quite nice. And there's things that we do because it's, you know, much like the military with like bunks and stuff, yachts have that same thing. So cabin inspections, everyone has to make their bed every day. You have to clean your cabin. You have to leave the door open during the working day. I would fail that inspection. You absolutely would, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't have cats either. You can't have oh. pets, which sucks. Oh, yeah. But it also, it gets it gets tough at times, you know, because we're always working holidays. So, and we're, like, for me, I'd say the hardest part for me is, so during Christmas, we're usually somewhere warm. So mm -hmm. you get so nostalgic. You're like, I just want to be in the snow yes. by a fireplace. Yeah. I miss my family. So it can be tough being on the ship for long periods of time. You miss your family. You get 
sick and tired of everyone you work with. Yeah. You love them. You love them. It's your family. But obviously, you just can't stand them anymore. You want to yeah. get off the boat. It's like, a lot of personalities. Typically, when it, every yachty will tell you this, but you go on charter. You have this grueling charter where and when we're on charter, like when I say... I might not text people back. Oh, you charter. never text me yeah. back. Yeah, during our downtime, we are down. Like, you yeah. sleep, you don't want to talk about anything because it's constant customer service. It's five-star standards. So it's grueling. So when we get into port after we drop off charter, every yachty, drop off day, boom, that uniform comes off, yeah. boom, the champagne comes out, yeah. and it's like, yeah. You can finally, audios. like, let loose, yeah. you know? Like, crew it's... get hotel rooms because they don't want to sleep on the boat. Yeah. They just want to get the hell away from it. That completely makes so, sense. So yeah, being on the boat for a long period of time can yeah. be rough. But there's things we can do to make it better. Like we we do have to keep our cabins nice. If your roommate's really gross, you know. That's actually nice, like roommate, you know, roommate-wise. Plus etiquette, yeah. Right, gotta, and it's like, you know, I mean, you know how it is too, even living with someone. Like if I have a mess, it doesn't bother me. But if somebody else has a mess, it like yeah. drives me crazy. Which is why it's so yeah. reg like yeah, regulated on the boats because if someone's nasty or they snore really loud or they stink or something, like they cause real problems on board. Um, so yeah. 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 I could imagine. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we've got one more question from the Malia KP White fan page. Ah. Um, what's your favorite thing about the industry? Mm, that's a tough one. I would say my favorite thing, like I've mentioned before, and why I decided it was a good career for me is I just constantly get to learn new things. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, like we said, like I'm not someone who likes to stay in one spot. I like to be constantly challenging myself and learning. Yeah. Like there's days at work that I learn something like I learn something new probably yeah. every day that's how my job is too it's the best yeah and I think that's why mm. it's a passion like I'm actually passionate about it because I get to learn new stuff and one of my favorite things is doing a crossing you're just out in the middle of the ocean it's just you your crew the big blue ocean you know you're getting weather reports sent in you're you're just looking out, seeing marine life, you're just really being at sea and like yeah. you're one with the ocean. And then that is my, that's when I fell in love with yeah. diving. That's when I was like, this is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. All so right. that's basically it in a nutshell. That, that covers basically who I was, how I got here, where I'm going, and you know, some exciting things coming up this season, you know, where we'll be talking to some of my fellow below deckers, but not really about below deck. I kind of want to, I want to share the industry with you guys with um, kind of the other stuff, the, the real nitty gritty stuff, what, you know, real yachting is like in these boats for people who are interested in trying the industry, for people who want to know more about it, all awesome. the dirty secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. So everyone listening, follow and subscribe on all Total Ship Show socials to stay up to date and get all the latest episodes. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and I'm terrible with it, but TikTok and uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be keeping you up to date with all of our exciting guests this season. Ahura Media Production.